0: This is Sailor. Welcome to another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. Hey, 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 fellas. Hey. Wow.
1: It's been a long What's time. You guys are still alive. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Barely. <laughs> Barely. Oh, man. I'm feeling that kind be of weird
2: here? sitting here. It's been a while.
0: Yeah. I have to say, um, I did miss you guys. Um. I I am surprised. Oh, so sweet and so bullshit. (laughs) Right. I I definitely missed um, talking about the crap we talk about. I will say it was good to have a break. I don't know about you guys, but I actually listened to a bunch of our previous episodes on our break. Because Matt did a really good job over the break of... Posting a lot of like, you know, past episodes on Instagram, and it was making me kind of reflect and thinking making about making me all like, nostalgic. Oh. Yeah. Yes, making me all weepy. Same. Uh, just like thinking about like what what was more fun than other things, and what sounded better than other things. I mean, you know, we've been doing this for a while now, and I think like from when we started to where we got after four years was you know really different so yeah you know
2: yeah it's weird because i've been receiving some feedback from a couple of a uh, couple of friends um who of the show that uh actually did go back and listen to some of our old episodes that they hadn't listened to before and um they mentioned stuff and you know we've been doing it long enough that i'm like I can't remember certain <laughs>
0: things.
2: It's like, it's oh, so I think i will have to go back and re-listen to that myself. That sounds pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, there was something. What was it, Matt, you posted about a discussion and you were like, and so what? where do you... Li-? And I was like, we had that discussion. I don't even <laughs> remember what my opinion was. So I had to go back and listen to it. As I'm listening to it, I'm like, this is a really good discussion. Oh yeah, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting a, discussion uh, Oh, that was us
1: I picked up a lot of new things Well, old <laughs> new things, I guess That I didn't remember myself saying Or you guys saying and uh, It was really <laughs> cool to sort of go back Even just two years and listen to um, Where we were So,
0: Agreed Agreed But now we're back It is uh, January of 2022 And at the moment we're recording this it's the last day of dry January, so Sailor is not drinking. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so apologies. I have a cough drop in my mouth, and I'm very sniffly. So, sorry about that, but oh well. You guys will just have to deal with it. Are you drinking
2: one of your uh, mocktails?
0: I am not. I am drinking Pedialyte. Uh, so, there you have it. <laughs> that is that's a, that's the a behind a the scenes. <laughs> that's the, that probably just, is.
2: just so everyone's clear we're not sponsored by PDLA.
0: oh right send me some free fucking Pedialite shit i gotta do that i gotta do a lot of that stuff i'm a whiskey drinker <laughs> <laughs> those little packets are a dream come true <laughs> um so I definitely want to talk about some shit that's in the headlines right now. I also am really excited about how we're going to kick off this new season. Um, You know, we regularly, we have this like calendar, you guys. We have this list of subjects we want to talk about. And some of it comes from our listeners. Some of it comes from things that we're like, oh yeah, we've, geez, we keep meaning to talk about this subject or this fan, and we don't do it. And while we were putting together kind of our wish list for 2022, we thought, let's start off with the year we were all born. And so that is how we are going to kick off this new season. And we're going to start with the oldest dude in the room. (laughs) That would be Edward. So, um, but before we do that, before we do that, hold on everybody. Because we got to talk about some current bullshit that's going on in the world. And then we're going to talk about some delicious whiskey that I'm not drinking. And then we'll talk about Ed's ear. Sound good? Sounds good. Giggity, giggity. All right. So in the news, um, sad shit first, we lost Betty White. Super heartbreaking. If you don't love Betty White, you can go fuck yourself right now. And if I see you, I'll kick your ass. Or maybe you're just an alien. Um, she was one of the coolest ladies, I got to say. Um, everything I've read about her personal life and look at the beautiful legacy she left behind. I hope you guys joined me on her birthday and donated to a local animal shelter um, as I did and the business did. What a beautiful legacy to leave behind. Just reading how all so many animal charities across the country were just overwhelmed by the donations that they got is such a beautiful thing.
1: Well said. I mean, you can't, I mean, she, there's only one Betty White. There will always only be one Betty White. No one will ever uh, compare. There's nobody else that is going to ever be like her and uh, to stay relevant for as long as she did by (laughs) doing, I mean, I mean you're talking decades and decades and decades and decades through generations of fans uh, and still being funny and still being relevant and finding ways to, reinvent yourself um in show business and in a very ever-changing uh you know business being show business over that period of time
0: uh and, a and brutal just, business, and, and a brutal business way. and brutal to she, women when she started
1: throughout her career correct um but and that's just the tip of the iceberg i mean we can spend a whole show on betty two parts on betty but totally. um it's just i mean there's no words i mean it's just uh if you, if you didn't feel something when she passed away then you're not you're not breathing.
0: Human. You're not sentient. <laughs> You're not sentient. True. Yeah. And I'll tell you, we went back. So we were traveling last week and Golden Girls came on and we had just, I think it was like a couple years ago, Robin and I like went through from like episode one and did all of Golden Girls. And It's just, I am there. Just her, the way she plays. um, I just can't. I can't even just just her acting in in Golden Girls is so phenomenal, especially if you remember her from a previous show that we will talk about tonight that was very popular the year that Ed was born. So we'll save that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Also, in shitty news, um, Meatloaf passed away. I got to be honest here. And uh, as I always am, never understood why anybody liked his music. Don't get it. Don't give a shit. Don't think it was good. Um, I think he's a fantastic act. He was a fantastic actor, but I think musically never understood. Don't get it. Also, um, the way he died sucks. And uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's all um, you can say about it. Is it yeah, it just you know, is It shouldn't dumb.
2: have had to happen, but it
0: did. Yep. So, I mean. Yep. Yep. So that's are. a fucking bummer um then but, we got you know
2: I, I did go back and um i saw on youtube without scrolling through things um an interview he did i think it was just as, as uh, recently as last year with dan rather um, if you saw that or not but uh i hadn't really you know i i like a few of his songs you know i'm not the biggest meatloaf fan admittedly but um he's a real good down to earth dude i mean he approaches his fame like he's he doesn't want anyone to call him a celebrity or anything like that he's just like i'm no more special than you know the plumber that comes to fix you know i'm just have a different job you know probably agree
0: with him yeah
2: (laughs) 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 but anyway but yeah i think uh i i yeah i enjoyed uh some of his, his acting and uh Oh, was no, he when he was in number. Wayne's World. Remember his uh, cameo in Wayne's World? He was like the bouncer yes. at the uh, yeah. at the club.
0: <laughs> I think his best role ever was, and I, I'm I'm not going to say um, what's it called. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was Fight Club. I think it was. I think he uh, just was phenomenal in Fight Club.
1: Also awesome. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, right, our last bit of news. Our last bit of news is. Uh, super dumb shitty stuff uh i'm sure everybody's heard by now and i'll be curious to see how this plays out another couple of days because the news is fast moving these days you guys fast moving um so spotify is in a world of shitstormness. uh neil young pulled his music in protest against um and a psycho that's spewing all this anti-vax like anti-science cuckoo bird, like aliens up my ass shit. And uh, he was a guest on Joe Rogan and um, he felt that it was dangerous information to be out there. And Joe Rogan felt that he was right, his right to free speech. And so, you know, Spotify made their decision to not pull the show. And so Neil Young um, pulled all of his music off Spotify and tons and tons of other artists are following in suit. And so many people are um, deleting their spotify canceling their subscription that it crashed the site you you know like for i don't know if it's back up you it's people can't even cancel their stock is plummeting um and so of course everyone else so of course sirius xm releases i think the day after this all went down we have a new and improved neil young station sirius xm (laughs) So all of that stuff is going on. Um, but, you know, Neil Young is staying true to form and true to what he has always done and felt that he would use his voice um, to fight for what was right. Um, and, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes down.
2: That's something about Neil Young. Um, whether you agree with him or not, there's been things throughout the years I've agreed with him. And I've disagreed with him with a lot of things, too. But you got to admit, he sticks to his guns.
0: Oh, that's for sure. He, he
2: hasn't changed, that's for sure.
0: Nope, nope. I don't think he's going to. So you know, I mean, it's hey, not,
1: something tells me I think Spotify is going to be okay after all this, though. I just, <laughs> I just think they're Un- so unfortunately in- ingrained in you know society Un- and yeah.
0: yes, I think it's unfortunate though because this would be a fantastic time for literally every major artist to pull their music not necessarily to be in solidarity with neil young but what a time to say we're gonna stand up for all of the smaller artists that make shit off of the music there like spotify rapes well that's artists. yeah
1: i mean that's a that's, that's a whole different show
2: interview. yeah it yeah. is but it could yeah. but
0: what a great time to say hey you know that like get them while they're down get them while they're weak you know and by the this way while we're
2: at it uh, we also want to mention <laughs> I get what you're saying
0: so yeah um all right so that is current news at the moment i guess i should also mention um that florida we should all send our thoughts and prayers to florida i got down to the 40s and 50s and people lost their fucking minds here you guys you would think that the world was ending. The supermarkets were slammed. I don't know what they thought was going to happen, that they couldn't go get groceries because it's it all was going to be cold. It's all those
1: lizards falling out of trees.
0: The iguanas. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in northern iguanas. Illinois, yes. we're uh, bracing for a winter storm that should produce between 6 and 16 inches of snow is what I'm hearing. Well, so.
0: meanwhile, my home, my old home <laughs> of Salem got, like, two feet of snow and storm yeah. surge oh, and yeah, icebergs floating through the streets. So it's like, calm down, Florida. Calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Man. So who wants to talk about whiskey? Ooh,
1: Me. We all do. We all should. <laughs> Damn it. All right.
2: been a while. Well,
0: yeah. It's Ed's show. Ed, why don't you kick it off?
2: Okay. All right. We'll do that then. Since uh, as Sailor mentioned uh, just a short time ago, we are starting a mini series, a, a three part mini series of birth years between myself, Sailor and Matt. So my year happens to be 1970. Um, So I kinda felt like I should pick a whiskey that had at least some kind of relationship to the year 1970. And let me tell you something, um, this was a tough assignment um, because yeah, there's not a whole lot of information out there about what's going on in the whiskey world in 1970, at least that I could find. But after thinking about it, I am I decided I was overthinking it. All right. So I picked a whiskey that um, honors someone else, a friend of the show, who was also born in 1970. Oh. Um, so I am, in fact, I killed the bottle here. So I got to go go get another one.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So our, you... our good friend Paul Pletko, who is the founder slash distiller slash you know head rock honcho rockstar oh, rock guest of the show, of by the way, too yes. spirits. <laughs> That's um, also
0: one of your hometown distilleries. So a yes, great choice
2: uh, in a town called Evanston on the north side of Chicago. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, I am drinking in his honor and the honor of our birth year, um, I love it. The Few Spirits Bourbon. And this is a 93 proof bourbon and um, very lovingly and expertly crafted by Paul himself. It's a very nice expression and um, very caramely very rich very, very rich full-bodied i mean this is like yeah. like a rich um it's got a lot of meat to it um for a bourbon that is how old is that? i don't think it's i think it's maybe like three or four years old something like that it's not terribly old uh, I know his it still hasn't been around for like, you know, 40 50 years enough to have like a lot of old stock, so it's mostly younger stuff that comes out, but I'll tell you what. Don't let age, like we always say, don't let age determine what you think the whiskey is going to taste like. Because this is fantastic. Um you know, so yeah, you bring that's a,
0: up a good point, Ed. So <clears throat> i think that it's interesting that the brands that established for american whiskey that age was so important that age was absolutely crucial that if it wasn't aged for 6 to 8 to 12 to 14 years it was garbage all of their age statements have now dropped off almost all of them (laughs) so if that doesn't tell you what the where wherein the truth lies it is it, it has nothing to do with age so just to you know, kind of underline your point. Um, bourbons like that, whiskeys like that, that are between you know, the two and four year mark that continue to beat some of the other these other older whiskeys in blind tastings. You know, A, taste is subjective. B, it's not about the age.
2: Exactly. So in effect, even I remember when we were visiting him in the, in the distillery, we were we were talking and uh, the subject of our Someone's birthday came up, I think, uh, and it turns out that we our birthdays are only like three days apart.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
2: <laughs> I can't remember if he which one. I think if if he was the older one, I was the older one by three days. But anyway, but we're pretty close there. So, go 1970. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's a gr- that's a great choice. Great choice, Ed. Great I choice, love Ed.
2: it.
1: Fantastic.
0: Well, cheers to both of you. Cheers. I will cheers with my Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, what right. about you?
1: Well, 1970. So, which we're going to talk about in depth, obviously. Very important year in hard rock and metal. Uh, a lot of things happened. A lot of things changed. Uh, a lot of doors were open. On the flip side, uh, as heavy metal and rock was was taking that next step, uh, in evolution. Unfortunately, the whiskey industry was not so hot at that point, almost non-existent really. If you want to talk about it in the 1970 1970s, really. Um, so I wanted to go with something, uh, produced by a family that is, was very important to the reinvigoration of the American whiskey industry. Um, And the first one that popped into my head was Jefferson's. So uh, Trey and uh, more specifically this time around, uh, I want to give kudos to Trey's father. Trey being the master blender of Jefferson's, if you're not familiar. uh, But Trey's father, Chester, is a a bourbon aficionado and more importantly, an American whiskey historian, Uh, and he's written several books about the history of Uh, American whiskey, particularly. Big
0: books. Like, yes. Big books. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Particularly um, Bourbon in Kentucky. Uh, And he has painstakingly uh, put together several volumes of uh, talking about defunct distilleries and uh, just really the beginnings of and the genesis of distilling bourbon in Kentucky. Um, For those of you on YouTube, you can see this book, but this is one I have here. Called Bourbon in Kentucky, uh, which is a very comprehensive guide to all of the distilleries that have ever existed in the state, um, and it really just talks about the history from Prohibition and how it was dead, and how we, you know, we're part of a rena- we're still in the middle of the Renaissance of of bourbon and American whiskey right now, as we've talked about so many times. Uh, so the one I'm drinking from them is their straight rye whiskey finished in cognac casks. Mm-hmm. So Jefferson's obviously still sourcing their bourbon um, and their whiskey. Uh, it's all Kentucky source though. He doesn't source from out of state, true Kentuckian uh, finished in cognac casks between nine and 19 months. Very tasty. A lot of great honey notes. You're going to get some soft grassiness to it as well. Very well balanced. I can't, the guy hits a home run with everything he releases. I can't speak on Jefferson's enough. If you're a bourbon drinker, you've heard of them. Uh, but if you haven't had this, go out and find it. Even if you're not a rye drinker, go out and find it because it is absolutely delicious, and I think it's going to surprise a lot of people who might not be
2: big rye whiskey drinkers. That sounds really good. And I have been getting more and more into rise lately. I think that my rye purchasing is trending on the rise and my bourbon purchasing is kind of stalled. So I am quickly the, the the ratio between the two was quickly approaching 50-50. I think it I've still got quite a bit more bourbon, but I mean it's
1: I see that. I, I see behind you a few, few more ryes popping up my yeah, left yeah. shoulder there.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've got my rye section over here on this side of the shelf. Uh, but you, oh, Justin, speaking of. Uh, my, my, my later, one of my latest purchase was, was this oh. um, seagrass rye. This yeah. is fantastic. Uh, finished in Martinique rum, Madeira, and apricot brandy barrels. I tell you what, the apricot, i really, the first time I taste this, I just got that hit of apricot. It was oh, really I'd interesting. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Great
0: selections, guys. Yeah. Um tonight I am drinking orange Pedialyte. Uh, It is the powder packet, (laughs) which is not only convenient, but easy to mix with water and have as much or as little as you'd like. I would say the mouthfeel is medium bodied. Um, Nice viscosity, but not too thick, which would be gross. It's a little sweeter um, than I typically care for. But you know, it does the trick.
1: So it's not like an orange zest; it's like a candied orange, I guess. You would be. It's
0: yes, <laughs> almost like a candy necklace orange. Oh, okay. more like a
2: Tang. Is right. it kind of comparable to Tang?
0: <laughs> a little speaking bit of, more dusty of candy. <laughs> yeah,
2: speaking of nineteen seventies, yeah, 1970s. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more of a dusty candy uh, that leaves the powder on your fingers uh, of an orange candy flavor, mm. yeah, than a Tang. Oh man, tang I did a drink a lot of Tang in the seventies. How that I too. think
2: about it? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Do they still make
0: that? Yes. I think yeah. so. I got to go. Now I'm
2: wanting to go get some more tang.
0: Yeah. You don't know. look at the sugar content, though. You'll probably oh, no. It's not. like
2: probably as bad as Kool-Aid. You know, it's just pure flavor. I don't think it's
0: that bad, but it's pretty bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kool-Aid's pretty bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. So uh, we got our whiskey and our Pedialyte. We are going to have some drams and let's get into this conversation about the long, 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 long year ago, <laughs> 1970. What was going on in the year? Before we talk about the music yet, before we talk about what was happening, what, what albums were released and what bands were popular and what bands you love from the 70s, let me just set the stage for a minute. OK, so come, if you will, on a journey with me to 1970, which by all accounts was a weird ass year. The 70s in general were very bizarre. So, uh, okay, Diana Ross and the Supremes perform their farewell live concert together um, in Las Vegas. And then Diana Ross's replacement, Gene Terrell, is introduced on stage at the end of the show. The American Football League and National Football League officially merge under the NFL's name. Uh, And uh, on April 11th, Apollo 13 is launched towards the moon. Also, the US invaded Cambodia to hunt out the Viet Cong, uh, which was followed by widespread large anti-war protests, uh, which unfortunately included the Kent State shootings where four students were shot dead at Kent State University um, and nine wounded uh, by the Ohio National Guardsmen in protest of the Vietnam War. The first gay pride parade happened a year after the uprising um, of Stonewall to mark the anniversary on June 28th, 1970. um, The first pride marches took place in Chicago, LA, New York, and San Francisco. Within a few years, gay rights organizations were founded across the U S and the world. And as you know, now every year in June, there is a gay pride parade pretty much everywhere in the world and in every city and town in the U S, which is awesome. The first New York city marathon took place, Janis Joplin sadly passed away in the year 1970, and if you were wondering, the most popular toy of 1970 is a toy that I guess continued to be popular through the 70s because I had one, and they were the Rockin' Sock'Em Robots.
2: Oh, yes. (laughs) We brought that up in another show.
0: I think we did. I think
2: you and Matt were supposed to oh
0: yeah something. we were so to Matt we got to do, that. I, know, I'm gotta looking gotta do around.
1: that I have them in this room somewhere
0: <laughs> oh we got to do it that. will
1: happen this season yes. let's make it happen so
0: also um the pogo stick was wildly popular and those sticks were invented by people who hated children and wanted them all to die <laughs> okay
2: bring around one of those
0: me too and i cracked my head open so um okay so in 1970 vogue proclaimed there are no rules in the fashion game now folks mostly due to the over overproduction flooding the market with cheap synthetic clothing common items you would see on the streets in 1970 were mini skirts bell bottoms that were popularized by the hippies air quotes vintage clothing from the 1950s, and the androgynous glam rock and disco styles that introduced platform shoes, bright colors, glitter, and satin. Also, if you wanted to buy a house, All you had to do was pull together a whopping $22,000, which was about the median home price in the U.S., between $22,000 and $25,000. Right now, today, the median home price in the state I live in, which is Florida, is (sighs) $297,000. Okay. A gallon of milk was $1.32, which I thought was pretty pricey for nineteen seventy. Uh, Right now, in my state, a gallon of milk costs $3.07. Now, let's talk cars. Because I know that Ed has a fancy car himself. So, in 1970, the Ford Pinto was introduced. Chevrolet released the second generation Camaro. I used to have one of those pups. AMC introduced the Gremlin. We had the Datsun 240Z that came out. The Dodge Charger and the Ford Mustang Boss 302, yeah. which was considered at the time the best Mustang yet. Now, check out the prices for the Ford Mustang Boss. They began at $2,721. Yes, I did just throw open my mouth for the hardtop, $2,926 for the Grande, $2,771 for the Fastback. And a whopping $3,271 for the Mac 1. Little and the did people know how
2: good of an investment that would have been to buy one and store it
0: away. <laughs> can you imagine buying a brand new muscle car for $3,000? Get the fuck out of here. Wow. So, Ed, what do you have stashed away in your garage?
2: Uh, it's a little bit later. It's a 1990 Mustang GT
0: still you're a mustang man so that's true all right what was on tv well the mary tyler moore show featuring none other than betty white and mary tyler moore the partridge family and if your grandma watched her stories all my children the odd couple and cat weasel does anybody know what cat weasel is
2: cat weasel i know cat dog that was that was the ending. Yes, cat so. talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Can't Same talk, premise or back then. no? Yeah.
0: <laughs> cat Cat Weasel is a okay. ma- magician from the time of the Normans who is cast into the future by magic with the help of two boys. He uses magic in a re- in an attempt to return to his own time. Just do me do me a favor, my friends. Google Cat Weasel. That is C A T W E A Z L E.
2: Just do it. Was that a Sid and Marty Croft creation? That sounds like it would have been a Sid and Marty Croft It does
0: sound like it. I don't know. But it's bizarre. It's just like, what the fuck? Um, Oh, man. All right. What movies were people going to the theater to see? Well, I'll tell you, most of them were either disaster movies or Mm -hmm. all about war. So weird, weird year for movies. Um, Airport, uh, which I have seen so many times uh, released in 1970 is an American air disaster drama film um, it starred Burt Lancaster and <laughs> Dean Martin of all people super weird the film is about an airport manager trying to keep his airport open now get this during a snowstorm but also while a suicide bomber plots to blow up a Boeing 707 airliner in flight so it couldn't just be the snowstorm but also there's suicide bomber uh, and it was it was taking place at a fictional airport near Chicago. So there you go. Ann. And
2: that was, I remember, one of the first movies to really spawn the whole sequel series.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, there was several. The, there was Airport
2: 75, I think, which was the yeah. Concord. And then there was a 77, <laughs> which I actually saw it in the theater, which was what the uh, 747 I I that was crashed in the water
0: yeah (laughs) also in 1970 the movie mash not the tv show but the movie um, was released with donald sutherland elliot gould and robert duvall classic Yes. yes um and then one of the most famous movies i think to come out of obviously the 1970s and and is still incredibly famous today. Patton was released in 1970, which is an epic uh, biographical war film about general George S Patton during World War II and starred, of course, George C. Scott. Um, He won seven Academy awards for that, which was absolutely bonkers. Um, And like I said, pretty much like all of the major movies were about war, 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 disaster, disaster. So Calm the fuck down, people. No wonder they were smoking so much of that wacky tabacky. Okay, and then I'm just going to touch on a few things as far as music goes, uh, and then I'm going to let you guys take it away. So, um, Of course, we have um, the Who's iconic live album, Live at Leeds, was recorded, super famous. The Beatles released their 12th and final album, Let It Be. Um... Black Sabbath, of course. Uh, so the, the album that is often regarded as the first true heavy metal album is released this year. Um, and then uh, Pink Floyd releases Adam Hart Mother. It became their first number one album. Simon and Garfunkel released their final album together, Bridge Over Troubled Water. <laughs> and then... Um, May I have a ticket, please? The Isle of Wight Festival begins on East Afton Farm off the coast of England. Some 600,000 people attended, which at the time was the largest rock festival of all time. Artists included Jimi Hendrix, The Who, The Doors, Chicago, Richie Havens, Joan Baez, Emerson Lake and Palmer, The Moody Blues and Jethro Tull, just to name a few. And to put it into perspective... Woodstock's attendance was only four hundred thousand. That was a lot of people, Mm -hmm. and so that is the year in nineteen seventy. Welcome to the world, Ed.
2: There we go. (laughs) And Ed (laughs) was born. And Ed was that was born.
0: (laughs) Which is the most important
2: one out of all those?
0: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely.
1: She saved the best best for last, man.
0: Absolutely. Exactly.
1: All right. Well, I will.
0: Yeah, talk about, talk about, Ed, what, you know, we had some other, don't everybody start fucking yelling at me and sending me hate mail. I know there was a shit ton of other important stuff released, yes. like Zeppelin 3, I know, calm down. We still have the rest of the show to talk about it. I just <laughs> want to leave some room for the guys to be able to discuss things.
2: So I yeah. will expand on the musical portion. Uh, there were a lot more interesting things happening in music that year aside from what Sailor just mentioned. um, We see some new bands on the scene. We see the birth of the band Queen, and also the band Aerosmith, both of which I think probably most of our listeners are familiar with And Both of those bands we have covered (laughs) on our show. Um, Elton John gets his first hit, your song. And um, as Sailor said, we get the first album from Black Sabbath. And also we get the first album from Paul McCartney, his album McCartney. And a a little change happens. Um, Neil Young, who we mentioned uh, at the top of the show, joins the band Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And so they, of course, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young and um, their first album, called Deja Vu, actually reached number one in several international music charts and remains their best-selling album. Uh, and it went on to sell over 8 million copies with three hit singles, Woodstock, Teacher, Children, and Our House. And um, there were some things, you know, in 1970 that came to an end, as, as uh, Sailor mentioned, The Beatles. Finally broke up and released their last album, Let It Be. And the Turtles broke up. And the Doors will play their final concert with singer Jim Morrison at the Warehouse in New Orleans. And um, of course, Simon and Garfunkel broke up. And um, but their uh, their their song "Bridge Over Troubled Water" actually stayed number one on the Billboard charts for six weeks. And went on to win a record six Grammys at the 13th Annual Grammy Award, including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Album of the Year.
1: Oh my God, the 13th and, annual. Man, doesn't
2: make you feel yeah. like, <laughs> like the
1: 13th <laughs> Grammys. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. That's, <laughs> and like in <laughs> Britain, yeah. I guess get this in the UK, it tops the album charts at regular intervals over the next two years and becomes the best selling album in Britain. In the 1970s
0: what i think is so. crazy um just again sorry to mention neil young again but so after the gold rush comes out right this year and he joins crosby stills nash and young and they release an album as well deja vu like mm-hmm. dude was killing it christ
2: <laughs> yeah yep. And of course, speaking of endings, we also see the, the tragic deaths of artists Jimi Hendrix and, as Sailor mentioned, Janis Joplin. Um, both of which, you know, I'm sure would have gone on to much bigger and better things if they had been
0: alive. they were uh, so still young, alive. Too. Yep. So young. What a shame.
2: Yeah. And of course, back then, cursing. During a live offense was very much <laughs> frowned upon. As a Jefferson airplane is fined one thousand dollars for using profanity during a concert in Oklahoma City, janice Joplin was fined two hundred dollars for using profanity during a concert in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Which words the Lord actually... does
0: not want you to say. Potty words. <laughs> Give me your money.
2: And I was actually in Tampa, Florida, in nineteen seventy because that's where I was born
0: there you go it all comes back to Florida
2: (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah and for the uh was it album of the year okay I think uh yeah Sailor pretty much covered you know the rest of the the music I have here what you didn't cover
0: um, Ed is um Randy Newman who I despise Almost, I, maybe more than Wait. Gene Simmons and Axl Rose. Randy
2: Newman. Randy Newman, like you got a friend in me.
0: I hate this piece of shit. So he releases this dumb album called Twelve Songs. I just want to read you this piece. This is just so 1970 It's such a okay. weird. This was I was there in the 70s, and it was weird as fuck. So okay, <laughs> this is his second album. Okay, <clears throat> so there are narrators, and they include an arsonist, a cuckold, a wallflower, <laughs> a stalker, a junkie, a necrophiliac, a hillbilly drunk, and a gas station attendant. How the fuck did this guy get popular? How was he releasing albums?
2: It was the 70s. People I'm bringing that word back.
1: Cuckold, cuckold is back. <laughs> Season 4, episode 1, Metal Rock and Whiskey, you heard it here. <laughs> uh, after you said
2: that word, I didn't hear anything else you said. So. <laughs> that's such a great word. Did she say cuckold? 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 <laughs> can't remember the last time I've heard that word. Yeah.
0: It's not cuckold, by the way. It's it not is cuckold. Cuckold. O-L-D. Cuckold. 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> or cuck for short.
0: Or cuck. Is it really yeah. cuck for short? Yeah, Ooh. that's how they use that's it now. Like- that makes me want to ew. Oh yeah. You know
1: how things are. Words get shortened over time and you know.
0: I know, but I don't like the I don't like the way that sounds just cuck. In, in ten
1: like years that. it'll just be cuck, you know. Cuck. Whatever. <laughs> That's true. I mean and then people I, are just
0: be like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. As
1: just as our language just sort of degenerates over the generations.
0: Yes. And our buckles start yeah. dragging on the ground again. Yes. Great. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job, human beings.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so that's what I got what you Matt
1: oh man um, so obviously I wasn't born at this time doesn't Shut doesn't up. mean anything but um, I'm going to tackle this from a slightly different perspective and I'm not going to I'm going to try my absolute damnedest not to make this all about Black Sabbath but it's very very difficult when you're on a podcast about hard rock and metal and you're talking about the year mm-hmm. 1970 Mm-hmm. And you don't make it 70% about Black Sabbath. But uh, so 1969 into 1970, I went back a decade and looked at 1959 to 1960. And there's a lot of parallels there. So moving from 59 to 60, we lost a lot of big musical stars. Day the Music Died, 1959, Buddy Holly, sort of that... Uh, sort of encompass that uh, innocence of the 50s that died when those guys died moving into the 60s 69 we have in december of 69 actually right before the turn of the new year we had the nightmare at altamont where four fan i think it was four or six fans were killed uh, during the rolling stone set there um, really really terrible tragedy uh, you guys mentioned Uh, Some names, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, I'll throw Jim Morrison in there. Um, Although I don't think Morrison died in 70. I think he died in 71. But uh, these were supposed to be the voices of that next generation, that next wave. And they were all silenced right at the turn of the decade. And um, the Beatles broke up, obviously, closing out the 1960s. Huge, huge uh, impact on the music industry, on the rock industry. And... Filling that void um, came this band from Birmingham, England called Black Sabbath, right? A big void to fill. And at a time where uh, they're trying to, uh, you know, messages are being sent in music about the times and the adversity and what's going on in the world, this band comes in and they don't really care about that. You know, they play the underdog very, very well. Uh, and I think that they sort of hung their hat on that when they released their first album. Um, and despite painting themselves as sort of the underdog with this new sound or this take on an older sound that they sort of played with, um, not really heavy metal yet, that term wouldn't be used again. Uh, or that wouldn't be used for a while, actually. Uh, and it wasn't accepted when they first started using the term heavy metal. Uh, but that album sold half a million copies in its first year. So 500,000 copies in its first year, despite being underdogs. And they sort of ushered in this new sound, this new generation of fan um, that might not have been looking for a certain, uh, you know, certain, the same stuff that they've been hearing, or they just weren't buying what was going on at the time musically. Um And if you listen to some of the other big albums that were released that year, and I did a deep dive on some of these albums, some of these bands I never even heard of before, just being a little bit younger, maybe atomic rooster. I have never heard of them before. Listen to the whole album. Uh, Groundhogs also. Uh, Of course, do you have deep purples, deep purple and rock, which is, you know, as you know, one a and one B with Sabbaths, two albums that were released that year. Uh, All of the other albums sort of have, they're amazing albums, but they have sort of that psychedelicness to them that you don't get a hundred percent with Sabbath. There's just that dark ominousness with Sabbath that they brought that ushered in this new um, sort of paradigm shift in hard rock. And of course, you have um, you have new uh, inventions with you know different amplifications and the Marshall stack. Uh, becomes very popular during this time as well, uh, which adds to that sound. Uh, You have the uniqueness of Tony Iommi um, and the way that they had to tune down to sort of mold to his style of playing with his little injury. Uh, But you have the shift and you have that door that was slightly ajar that was completely destroyed when Black Sabbath came on the scene. And uh, in the subsequent years, you see 71, 72, 73, the bands try there are other other bands that try to mold that same style of music um and even zeppelin's album this year which we had talked about previously before zeppelin 3 was kind of a departure from what they had done with zeppelin their original album and zeppelin 2. albeit they probably have their best single song on zeppelin 3 but it was a different album completely they kind of went away from what they were doing um but it was very fascinating to just sort of take a cross section of one year in music in one style of music and just go down a complete list of these bands that they sort of put onto all of these top lists for this year and really listen to it in detail and really absorb it. And by doing that, you see how Black Sabbath separated themselves from the rest of the pack. And I found that absolutely fascinating.
0: I think you have to mention, <clears throat> I I, com- I agree with every single thing you've said, and I think, too, um, so Uriah Heep, I think it's important to rem- to mention them because this year their very heavy, very humble album <laughs> comes out. Um, and they're, you know, now considered, this is considered heavy metal and also prog rock. I think it lies somewhere in the middle And like you said, Deep Purple and then King King Crimson, if I can speak today, in the wake of Poseidon, which is now considered progressive rock. But, yeah, I mean, guess who's American Woman, which is much more radio rock. Um, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf 7. um, Absolutely is the dawn of a new era. And I think it's cool that it happened in 1970. Not 71, not 72, yeah, but literally 1970. Yeah. Super cool. And that asshole Alice Cooper also released an <clears throat> album. But who gives a shit about him?
2: Oh, Asha mentioned that Chicago, they changed their name to Chicago, shortened it from the Chicago Transit Authority that year.
0: Thank God, because he wants to say that every time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah the cta doesn't the CTA. have the best reputation <laughs> <in Chicago. laughs> yeah it was a good move very, yes, good move. very much so
0: <laughs> um aerosmith and um heart and um queen are all founded in 1970 as well um and do you remember that band uh called irish coffee yeah, they were formed. Hmm. Nobody remembers okay. that band. The band called Bakery. Nobody remembers them. Bakery. Help.
2: Did they tour together? That seemed like it would go well. Irish Coffee in a Bakery. <laughs>
0: the Bakery. <laughs> they, they also toured with Help, and it didn't help. Um, and uh, a little band called Fuzzy Duck. Fuzzy Duck. I've never heard nice. of any of these bands.
1: There's also um, a band called, um, which I was reading about, called Suck.
0: Yes. Which is actually,
1: yes. they are from South Africa. Uh, and they actually released after Paranoid came out, because Paranoid came out the same year as the self title, both in 70. They released some recorded covers of Black Sabbath songs in oh, 1970, wow. in the same year. So you see the impact that that had immediately with some of these smaller bands. I thought that was mm-hmm. absolutely fascinating. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Stephen Gilroy from Suck now has his own brewery by the way. If you are ever in South Africa and you want to go check out his brewery, um there you go. Suck <laughs> it's called Brewing. Gilroy's. No, oh. it's called <laughs> I mean, I would have definitely called it Suck Brewing, but no, it's called Gilroy's. No. Um there was also a band founded called Speed Glue and Shinky. Fuck, I don't fucking know. Um. Yeah, bakery. I really am gonna have to check them out. They had a. Okay, this is my favorite thing when I discover bands, and I'm like, oh, how many albums did they have? Oh, they had two albums. Okay, got it. Um. However, this is how many past members they had: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> they wow, had thirteen past members. For band called Sounds like
2: guar <laughs> <laughs> nobody beats guar man oh nobody. they're they're probably more like 40
0: but as i'm saying this i can imagine our australian friends are listening going oh yeah we know bakery because it's an australian band um yeah so there you go irish coffee though uh maybe we should do a show on Irish coffee Irish coffee and uh and, and drink yeah, they had coffee. a lot of they had a lot of albums by the way so there were uh, one, two, three, four versions of their lineup, and they released um, one, two, three, four, five, containing one live album. But they're still and
1: they're still
2: active.
0: I know their their last That's album great. was released in two thousand and fifteen. Oh
2: okay, I gotta look I'll look this band up after the show and see what uh, <laughs> this is all about.
0: So there's one album called When the Owl Cries. Ah, <laughs> ah.
1: My people left me. In- There's a music video for that somewhere that's probably (laughs) awesome.
0: (laughs) So, um,
1: (laughs) some guy playing up on like the top of a tree or something like
0: that would be amazing
1: under this full moon.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's pretty much the year of 1970, so that's what was going on when little Ed came on to the scene. Aww. Well, I'll stand up next to a mountain, and I'll chop it down with the edge of my head. Well, i stand up next to a mountain, and i chop it down with the edge of my head. Well, there you go fuckers. That's our show. I hope you liked it.
1: Can't underestimate the importance of that year when it comes to the music that we talk about on this show.
0: Indeed. Very true. Indeed. That
1: might be the not not you know taking away from the year that we're going to talk about when I was born or the year when Sailor was born, but 1970 man is a huge year
0: in hard rock and I heavy agree. metal. You yeah, know who else the was incubator. born? In 1970, Matt? Who? Chris Jericho.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Fozzie.
0: <laughs> there you go. Queen Latifah yeah. was born. Still in wrestling, too, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, the yeah. I'm in,
2: I'm in good company in 1970. I was looking up uh, all the people that were born in 1970. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Back...
0: Back yet? was DeFranco born in 1970. Well. Mariah Carey,
2: yeah. Tina Fey was born Tina in 1970. Faye,
0: mm. My Greek sister. Yep. Yeah.
2: Uh, who? What, Red Man, the rapper. Sarah Silverman.
0: And Warren G. Please, can we just take a minute for Warren G? Oh man. Nobody cares but me. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever, guys. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Well, this was a fun way to come back to kick off season. What the hell season is this?
2: Season number four.
0: Four? Four. Okay. Season number four. Well, it's a good way to kick it off. Next time, we're going to do the amazing and wonderful year of 1973, which is the year that Little Sailor was born.
2: I remember remember talking about a few things that happened in 1973. That's going to be a good one.
0: Yep. It was an interesting year and it was an interesting place for me to be born to some interesting weirdos. So we'll discuss that and other musical facts next time. (laughs) But seriously, I'm super excited about the lineup that we have. We're going to go through each of our birth years and then we're going to we're going to talk about some bands that, you know, honestly, we we had kind of not really focused on the whole prog rock section of rock music and i think it's a kind of a miss on our part because there's a a lot to it that is you know the tentacles that that come from or reach out to heavy metal and of course you know embedded in rock so i think i'm gonna have a really good time i've been listening to a couple prog rock stations to just kind of you know uh get my brain going And I forgot how many prog rock bands I absolutely love that, like, when the song comes on, I have to be like, turn it up. Um, So I think that's going to be a really good time. And, um, of course, listeners, we wouldn't let you down. We didn't forget. We will continue our glam metal series (laughs) that's been going on for about a year and a half now. (laughs) Yes.
1: It's like the war and peace of
2: podcasting. It just like, it's it's an epic that doesn't There's end. There's just so much material there.
0: Of all genres, why that one? Like, who gives a fuck? There's so many better genres. Like, Prog Rock, for example. That should be the one that we keep talking about for years. Not Oh, stupid.
2: but it's
1: fun.
0: <laughs> That's true. And I we are think- going
1: to revisit at some point. It's going to happen this season because it's on the docket. Uh The only, that I can remember, (laughs) argument between Sailor and Ed. (laughs) And for fans who listened last season, you know what we're talking about.
0: (laughs) Ed, I'm going to get good and liquored up for that one. Oh, man. Better be ready. <laughs> you better be. Re- you better be wearing your ripped up jeans and your ripped up shirt, and get your goddamn violin bow next to your <laughs> stupid fucking guitar, and, and get ready fucking, to battle.
1: Put a cup in those fucking torn jeans, man, because she's gonna be kicking you in the <laughs> oh, balls man. all night.
2: We'll see who who's gonna end up crying in the rain here.
0: After oh, oh. but a mm. And with that, folks, that's our show. <laughs> So um, one thing that we didn't mention at the top of the show that we definitely want to mention is um, we will be uh, recording a very special tribute show for a member of our community that we lost recently. Um, Very sadly, if you know the mayor uh, from Instagram who poured um, his high proof whiskey almost to the top of his Glencairn glass every day uh with Canadian Chad and his two puppers his cutie pie Boston Terriers in uh Rod's garage uh you know who I'm talking about so um big big teddy bear guy um like Ed said best we didn't always agree on things um outside of music but we always agreed on music and being a decent human being which is important Mm -hmm. and um So, yeah, so we'll we'll be recording something very, very special for the mayor as a tribute. So that will be coming up soon. All right. Well, Matt, get us the hell out of here.
1: All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching everybody on YouTube and uh, wherever you listen to us. Thank you. As always, Uh, we do this for you. We don't do it for us. So, uh, thank you for coming back every week, uh, every two weeks, or whatever, and uh, listening and watching. So, we really, really appreciate it. You can find us on all social media platforms, of, cor- of course, Instagram at Metal Rock Whiskey, uh, Twitter at Metal Whiskey. We have a Facebook group uh, that we'd like if you joined uh, Metal Rock and Whiskey on Facebook. Uh, you can find me. Uh, On Instagram at the Whiskey Obsessor, as you can see on YouTube here, it's right underneath my face, right underneath my chin here. (laughs) Uh, At the Whiskey Obsessor, that is whiskey save the e, save it, save it.
0: I'm Sailor. You can find me all over the place as Sailor Guevara. I'm on the Instagrams, I'm on the Facebooks, and the Twitters. Uh, Easy to find. Uh, Check me out, and um, I gotta say. Uh, It's been a while since I got some, you know, uh, people yelling at me for my opinions about the bands I hate on Instagram. So keep them coming. (laughs) I'll be ready.
2: (laughs) Okay. And I don't show up in as many places as Sailor. But if you are happening to be interested in what I'm doing, you can usually find me on Instagram at Burry McGee, just like it says. Right there.
0: Bourbon geek.
2: That's right. So, (laughs) hey, listeners, if you love us, or even just like us, we'll take that too. Um, Please give us a like. Hit that subscribe button. and It will help the show without you having to spend a penny, which is great. And uh, please tune in next time when we will be covering 1973 on Metal Rock and Whiskey.
0: Yeah. And without, I will say... Fuck you, Randy Newman and your stupid song about stupid things and cuckolds. Bye-bye.
2: Later, everyone.
0: Bye. Though they may be
1: parted
2: There is still a chance that they will see